Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you. Today is the last day before I leave for my retreat. Oh my gosh. So I am like wicked excited. I have a little bit to do. It's going to be a day of ease because that is the intention I'm setting. Intentions are so crazy, wicked, powerful. And we owe it to ourselves. We deserve to have the ability to set the intention of our day. And by doing that, we bring awareness to anything that is not that. So if I set the intention for ease and I begin to notice it's not ease, then I can go, whoa, take a step back, regroup, and proceed again. So this is like really awesome to do. Mm. I made myself a coffee to celebrate doing my podcast, but I made it an hour ago, so it's nice and cool. I've got Toulouse here with me. Bella's getting ready for school. Ursula's getting ready to go to a friend's. So everything is a hub, a hubbub. The, the birds are singing. They're so incredible outside. You hear that? I don't know if you can hear it. It's so beautiful. So today I just want to... Ah, I just want to breathe with you. I just want to I just be with you just to start the day in a way that is purposeful and loving and fun. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm excited, like really, really excited. And it's cool because I'm excited for something that I have no clue what it will be. And I have absolutely no idea how it's going to work. It has been my pleasure, though, on many, many, many occasions to watch how things just fall into place. If something's forgotten, it's fine. If something remembered, it's fine. If something's done, it's great. If something's not done, it's great. Mm. So this is just so exciting. And when I've been working... I've been using inspired action and people are like, well, that's fine and all, but I have a business to run. I have da, 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 da. But what I have found is that when you follow the inspired action, everything is always, always working effortlessly. So I had been wondering like how I was going to, I mean, originally I thought, oh, we'll go to the island by canoe and paddleboard. But then I realized I had some people who weren't going to be able to get on a canoe or paddleboard. And then I was like, okay, so um, we can, uh, my friend Steve will take us over. Well, Steve was conveniently planning to be gone that weekend. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, then maybe I can hire someone. But I just hadn't followed through on that. When I, I talked to my friend John, he was kind of iffy about it. Like he'd do it if he had to, but he wasn't too keen on it. And so then I called Barry, another friend who actually does a business with uh, his boat, 
And Barry was not only going to be in town, but he was happy to do it. And just just a doll, just a wonderful human being. So I'm so grateful. But it was just kind of like, I just kept putting the seeds out there, but then not worrying when they didn't happen. And just going to the next seed and going to the next little inspired action. Until I got to Barry. Woo, a little releasing there. I got to tell you, I had a great night's sleep, woke up early just thinking about the retreat and thinking about everything that I was going to do today. And thank goodness I got so much done yesterday. So I was in a place today where I can kind of take it easy and enjoy myself. And I've got one errand to run, nothing major. Mm. One errand and... Mm. Let's see what else. One errand, plus just getting myself packed, you know, and mostly I've taken everything already out to the island because I just don't like to wait. I love seeing things just happen. I'm waiting on some food to come today. Woohoohoo! Can't wait for that. That's exciting. Uh, and then they called and let me know there was a couple things that didn't make it in, but it was not a breaker. I overordered so much. That not having, having like a couple things, like a pineapple isn't going to break us. So, uh, woo. Oh my goodness, I've got to give it a big stretch. I did ABC on Bella this morning. So I guess what I'm saying is that it's so good to just be able to be present. Just be present and enjoy the moments. Like I'm enjoying the sunlight hitting the trees and reflecting back into my face. And I'm enjoying the birds singing and the cool air. And it's supposed to get hot, but right now it's nice and cool. And I'm enjoying Toulouse with me. Oh, he raised his little eyes. He is such a gem. And he's such a, he's just such a peaceful animal that just is there to love. And um, so I love him back. I love him back because he deserves it. He's, I feel like he's balancing energies all the time. And he's, um, what do you call that? Like transmuting, you know, negativity and stuff just by his yumminess and presence and his willingness to be there. So I feel I owe it to him also to shower him with love and help him release the frequencies and stuff he picks up so he doesn't internalize it. He's so good. Oh, and pretty soon we're gonna be swimming. So there's a lot happening. And yet I'm I'm feeling like it's the calm before the excitement. That's what this feels like to me. My toes are curling. I'm so excited. You know, this is like the birth, the birthing day. Um, or the day before birthing, you know, when things get quiet and there's an expectation of things to come, the excitement. I am having a lot of anticipation for what's to come because I feel as though so much groundwork and foundation has been laid. And that's really important for everything we do. We lay out the groundwork and the foundation. If you're having a baby, you prepare a room, you buy clothes, you 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 know, you find good foods to have. You do all this little preparation, you clean, you make things safe, you you do all these wonderful things. Um and if, if it's like getting ready for school, you get new supplies, you get new clothes, you, you just earn this framework of the expectation of the unknown. And it's really exciting. If it's moving, it can be that way too. And so this is a, a wonderful time where I've prepared a new home and uh, for the retreat, a new addition to the retreat center. And um, I have 
two more to add. So it's just going to be one at a time, adding these spaces, watching it grow. And a friend of mine was saying, like, look at how, um, you know, the the retreat's growing already. You know, it's already blossomed to nine people attending. And so it's very possible it's going to, the next retreat will, will blossom to like 18 people. So it's not, it's not, um, on, I don't know what the word is, but it's very likely that these retreat spaces that I'm opening up will be a welcome, um, like addition because of the fact that everything is angling in this direction. It's opening up to it. And then I just love the fact, like if, if it was just all about me, it'd be exhausting. But I love the fact that other people can come and do their retreats and it's going to be beautiful. So this is a really uh, exciting time because I have been saying forever, I'm making a retreat center and this retreat center, I feel like this is, while I did have a, a retreat out there two years ago, I feel like this is the birthing of the retreat center. Not what I do, but the retreat center. Because it's not just a retreat house now, it's a center. There are four buildings, two which are fully operable, and we are going ahead. And my friend Joe Pino, God bless him, he told me I can use his house anytime. So that would make a fifth retreat house, which is the Sunset House. So we're using that one too. And I know there's... I'm just like, I feel so excited about all the possibility. Now for myself, creating this retreat center has been kind of like a dream, a lifelong kind of like focus. I can remember it starting when I was a teenager and I didn't even know about alternative anything, energy healing. I didn't know about any of that, but I saw myself with a farm with many operable spaces to use and the purpose of the farm was to aid people. That was the purpose of it, to help people. It wasn't to raise animals. It was to assist in helping others. And uh, I had only a very limited um, reality at that time to understand what it could do. And I saw myself helping homeless people and I saw myself helping the farmer and his family who were being uh, foreclosed on. That's what I saw. You know, but now my vision is so much bigger because I have a much more comprehension of the greater gifts. So as we are going along our journey, we learn what our gifts are. We learn that our gifts are valuable and they're meant to be shared with the world, whether we're making money with them or not. Um, that if we're doing what we love, the money will follow. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean you're going to become a millionaire necessarily. But it does mean that your needs will be met. You will be safe and secure. You don't need to worry. Isn't that wonderful? Like, I love that. There is a book one of my brothers gave me. I mentioned this on a recent podcast, Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow. And it was this couple and they just gave up everything they had and they started finding bliss and following their, their gifts and following what their um, passions were. They found they were supported and then some. They were happier than they'd ever been. They had everything they wanted. Like when we're not following our passions, when we're not emotionally and spiritually satisfied, we think that we can fill that emptiness and longing with things, by buying things. But then those people are never satisfied and never happy. No matter how much they have, they're never satisfied and never happy. Because the physical 
cannot be the answer for the missing spiritual or the missing emotional. It can't, it can't fill that void. The only thing that can fill that void is coming into alignment with your truth and being in the, uh, what do we call that? The um, vector, being in the vector of our passions and calling. That is what is truly satisfying. That is what makes our hearts sing and it makes light shine from our eyes. That is what it is. So we have to make that our primo you know, moment, our primo thing. And how do we do that? We do that by loving ourselves. We do that by being of service to others, but not at the expense of self. Loving self has to come first, unconditionally loving self. And from unconditionally loving self, we are able to be of, of like service to the highest good of all in the service of others, but serving the highest good of all. Like if you had a mother who had seven children, <laughs> that like my mom, <laughs> gee, I wonder why I picked that number. <laughs> and these children all have different needs. When she is loving herself unconditionally, then regardless of who she puts her her physical attention on, it will be serving the highest good of all. And when we put our attention uh, through inspired action, because we're in alignment with source energy, God, source, whatever you want to call it, the universe, divine, the divine, whatever you want to call it, when you put yourself in relationship with that and receive your guidance from that, the knowledge is beyond anything you could personally comprehend. You could know enough you couldn't know enough in this reality to know what the perfect like uh, action was for you. So instead, we go to our co-creative partners and we ask them like, okay, so I have this dilemma. What do I do today? What do I do in this moment? And you know what's funny is like, I don't even see anyone as having a problem. I don't, I don't see my family or friends having problems. I don't see problems in the world because I've realized that that's a judgment and I no longer am, am finding any solution in my judgment. So where does my solution come? My solution comes in showing up every day to serve the highest good of all. That is it. And universe gives me my direction. If my direction is to make a deck of Oracle cards, I do it. If my direction is to send an email, I do it. If my direction is to order something from Amazon, I do it. If my direction is to tell the world I'm moving, I do it. If it's to set up a retreat and start spreading the word. This retreat has happened by word of mouth. All of my retreats will happen by word of mouth because I don't do social media. It doesn't work for me. I'm not critiquing it or judging it. It does not work for me. And I love being able to be in that place where I can just say it without it being shame, without it being guilt, without it being lack. I can just say and know there's a truth. I love spreading things by word of mouth. I love the intimate connection I receive in meeting someone in person. What might I change about it? I might make business cards. <laughs> I might make physical business cards that I can hand out. That I might do. But this is just the pleasure, the pleasure of being a physical human being. It does not relate to me to spend any amount of time. I mean, I get the occasional tool of, of technology, but any amount of time spent with technology, it just does, it doesn't feel good. It does feel like I'm stepping out of the, the, 
sensual pleasure of being a human because there is no sense in um I do not I mean yeah I'm seeing something but I'm not seeing beauty I'm seeing a very two-dimensional thing when I have three-dimensional that to me makes the world around me more significant than the computer screen and yet we call the world around us common or just the environment or ah it's it's nature what is that it's not an asset we'll just cut down all our trees we'll just tear it down there's a song i love and it's um oh my god i'm not good with remembering things something about uh paving paving heaven someone paved heaven to put up a parking lot um put up a parking lot and then there was something about a museum of trees and people pay to see trees Mm. And I love that song. If yeah, that's a great song. So um well, let's see. Where are we? We are well over our time, and all I've done is shared the ramblings of my mind today. The ramblings of my mind. But I feel like it's good enough. It's a lovely time to ramble. It's a lovely time to go outside and do some grounding. Try that. It's a lovely time to expand out your heart energy. It's a lovely time to laugh and to snuggle with someone, to rub your nose in your kid's cheek, nuzzle them and kiss them and tell someone you love them. It's a lovely, lovely time for that. It's a lovely time to do nothing and it's a lovely time to find your next inspired action. It's a lovely time to snuggle in bed late in the morning until the birds drag you out of bed. It's a lovely time to pull out some art supplies that you've been dying to play with, but you just haven't had time. It's a lovely time to let the sun hit your skin. It's a lovely time to do you. Have an absolutely delightful and wonderful day. I love you so, so much. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fawcett, host of That Happiness Show.